You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I am doing well also. That's great. Uh, Matt, it is Wednesday, middle of the week. We're talking Dynasty value today. Uh, We've done a few Dynasty value studies where we really dig into one specific player. We're switching things up a little bit today. It's early October, which means we've got brand new DLF Dynasty ADP. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, For those of you maybe are new listeners or or don't recall this from, uh, from previous months, previous years, Every single month, I run a series of mock drafts for Dynasty League football. Uh, We use those mock drafts to uh, collect and and gather ADP. And my favorite part of that, Matt, is doing those mock drafts in season. We We see the value change immediately. And of course, there's different ways to gauge value. You know, when players are uh, are playing well or playing poorly, we see their trade value uh, increase or decrease. But I love having the ADP, especially being able to compare that month over month, year over year. I've been doing this for, wow, almost 10 years now, <laughs> every single month. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a commitment. Times or so, yeah. It's been a commitment, but it's been uh, it's been very informative for me. Uh, and, and as I said, the the regular season, especially this this October series of of uh, of data, is really the time that you see the most change. And, and this this is definitely true here in this year. Let's go through. Our first two rounds of October DLF Dynasty ADP. Matt, are you ready? I am. So you get more movement early in the regular season than you do any time throughout the year probably, right? Um, I mean, there, there's definitely times that you see big shifts. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so you've got free agency in late March. So April is – you always see some big shifts. But it's yeah. typically just those players – who are are impacted by free agency, of course, for good or bad, um, post-NFL draft. Um, so we're talking uh, typically the May ADP is another one that, that can really be impacted by that news. Other than those two, I would say this is it. This October data. Makes sense. And people overreact early in the year. They get all excited. I got to get out on this guy before he falls apart. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, there's uh, as as much as we've talked about change, there is no change at the very top. The 101 is still Christian McCaffrey. Although I will say, um, in it, during the regular season we do four mock drafts. In the off season we do six every single month. So of those four mock drafts that I'm I'm currently running, we saw three different players selected as the 101. Christian McCaffrey was the 101 in two of those. So. Uh, he ends up with that 101 ADP, but it's 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 not as locked in maybe as it was previously. Perhaps that's due to that injury that he suffered in week three. Perhaps it is due to some of these younger players impressing. 
maybe it's just the the strategy of those people who happen to be selecting first overall that they want to build their team around younger players. But CMC is the 101 currently, and I agree with that. You still there, Matt? I suppose. I mean, he's such a stud when he's in there and his workload's massive. But been a couple injuries in a short amount of time. And frankly, I, th- I feel like I've been saying this for about a year. I don't want the very front, you know top of the draft in a startup right now. I mean, you and I have been doing this podcast back to Dynasty Blueprint for a long time. And there's usually more talent at the top, in my opinion. Yeah, and and I mean you know, and and our listeners know, I'm I'm never one to shy away from pushing veterans down and 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 young players up the ranks, and and sometimes sometimes I'm too aggressive with that. This is a case of who else is it? I mean, specific. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. Specific. If, if it's not McCaffrey, who is it? Uh, I, I mentioned two other players were selected at 101. It was DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor. Those were the two players, those second-year running backs that we... Boy, Swift has gone up the board, so wow. He really has. and I uh, get it. And we'll, we'll just move to that 102 because it is DeAndre Swift. The 102 in new DLF Dynasty ADP. This is a player... I need to go back and check. I, I'm not sure he's ever been uh, a, a first-rounder in our ADP before. Maybe maybe he cracked the lower part of the first round uh, over the past few months. But, I mean, he was... He he had not broken through that McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, right, right. Uh, Taylor group. Uh, I mean, he was behind Najee Harris. He was behind Antonio Gibson. He was certainly behind Saquon Barkley among running backs and, and overall ADP. And now this start to his season uh, has has dynasty managers valuing him as a top two pick, and and you may think you may hear that, see that, and think that's that's crazy. But regardless, he's I in did that, a minute ago, and now I've been thinking about it, and I don't think it's crazy anymore. He's in that first round mix at, yeah. at the very least, and um, a, a lot of us, myself included, have been valuing Jonathan Taylor as the one point oh two really almost for the past year, certainly for the entire offseason. They're both young. You can question the offenses that they are a part of. But what tips the scales to DeAndre Swift for me is is his work in the passing game. And uh, not only is Taylor not seeing passing game work, he's really splitting snaps down the middle uh, or, or sometimes a three-way split, depending on if uh, Marlon Mack's active. That's that's been frustrating, and I think that's one thing pushing people to look at DeAndre Swift here this early. I understand the Taylor Swift conundrum. Oh, uh, you love, you love it. So <laughs> oh, much. I've been you waiting for it. that for so long. I think I'd go Swift, though. I mean, just a much better receiver, and nothing against Taylor, but I think Swift looks better on tape than Taylor does right now. 1.03, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver one. Of course, the huge season as a rookie, one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons we've ever seen last year. Started a little bit slowly in the first couple weeks, but the past two weeks uh, have been big for Justin Jefferson and and right back where uh, many would argue he belongs as the wide receiver one. You know, we, we saw the top of the draft and really the, the entire first half of round one be focused on running backs for so long. And, and we're talking about the past two years or so 
it's been running backs at the top. And now we see Justin Jefferson here as the third overall player uh, with only uh, a, a couple of running backs, obviously, ahead of him. What are your thoughts on that? And and do you think Jefferson's the right guy to be that wide receiver one? I suppose. I mean, there's a name we're not going to get to the second round. A.J. Brown, to me, is probably the better player, same age. DK Metcalf is freakier. I understand the the love for CD Lamb as well, and some of the older guys, the Adams and Tyreeks, and those type of guys. Jefferson's really good. Uh, he's in a good spot. No one's challenging him. With all respect to Thielen, Jefferson's ahead of him. He's safe and he's dynamic. So I think when you kind of take a step back and look at the overall ADP. I, th- I think what has maybe happened is over the past, let's say, three years, we've had what what most people would agree on as, as kind of a set order uh, for the running backs, that McCaffrey's the top guy, and uh, whether you like Dalvin Cook or Saquon Barkley or Alvin Kamara, um, that, that those, were, those were the next three guys. And there was a tier. Right, right. So... Yeah. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was in that conversation not too long ago. He kind of fell out and, and Jonathan Taylor moved in. But re- regardless, we had a pretty clear tier uh, of McCaffrey by himself. And then the next group of three to four running backs um, at, at any time over the past two to three years. And wide receivers were, there were so many of them. The depth, I think, kind of hurt the, the individual value of players, whether you're talking Jefferson or Brown or Tyreek or Adams. And then they were just so, so closely bunched in together. I think what's happened now is run the running back position is in that same, uh, that same spot that it's, it's still McCaffrey, but after that Swift and cook and, and, Barkley and Kamara and Zeke and Harris and Gibson. Um, they're all kind of bunched in there together. And, you know, you might have a guy ranked third and I could have him ranked 15th. And uh, an argument can be made either way. So basically that just goes back to what you were saying. If you're if you're doing a startup right this moment and, uh, you know, I, I noticed some last year that were doing in-season startups. I, I love seeing that. That's but if cool. you're doing a startup right now, you most likely want to get out of the first round altogether, but you, you at least better be hoping for a late, uh, a late pick in that first round because there's little difference between uh, the guys that are at, at 10, 11, 12 versus 1, 2, 3. And, and honestly, the guy you really like might fall to 10 anyway. Yeah, and... I was sitting there thinking while you're talking about that running back conversation, how clustered it is and how unclear it is. Is there any name that you can picture six months from now, a year from now, that knocked McCaffrey off? There's two that come to mind for me. And you got to squint a little for one, but Saquon could get right back there. And I think right. Najee Harris could also be in that conversation. I think they both could. I mean, I think yeah. Swift could. I think I still think, uh, although he's off to a slow start as well, I think Antonio Gibson could. Um, and and this is the even after, needs to go away though. 
Yeah. This is even after losing Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins and um, and Travis Etienne from this conversation. So we're we're saying that running back is is kind of bunched and jumbled right now. It, it could have been even uh, you know even crazier to predict. Uh, let's run through uh, the next few picks in the first round. So we had McCaffrey, Swift, Jefferson as the top three. The next three players, another Minnesota Viking, Dalvin Cook here at four. I'm not John, buying him at four. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still not either. We saw yeah. we saw Cook and Kamara in that in that top four range, uh, really the entire off season, and I don't think that's where their value really was. At least in established leagues, I don't think that's where their trade value is or was, and I still think that's the case. Uh, so Dalvin Cook at four, Jonathan Taylor at five, and C.D. Lamb at six. Uh, so C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver, two, and we've got Jonathan Taylor fading a little bit uh, from two to five here. Any any thoughts on those two? Um, I, I didn't say great things about Taylor before, but I do think we need to realize that Braden Smith and Quentin Nelson are coming back and, you know, the, the O-line will get back in, in shape and that's a smart organization. This is probably a dip for all Colts right now. There's a little early season panic on Jonathan Taylor last year as well. And right, uh, right. He, he got hot and ended the season well. We'll see if he can do the same thing here. Matt, when we come back, we'll take a look at the back half of round one. Hey everyone, this is Matt Williamson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Uh, My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Uh, Just download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play right now. Use our promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus of 25 cents per gallon on your fill up. That's, That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Uh, just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catches here involved. So the cash back gets added right into your account. You can, you can cash out any time to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card from Amazon. Just download the free Get Upside app and use our promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. We are looking at brand new October DLF Dynasty ADP today. We talked about the first six players in round one uh, earlier. That was Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, and C.D. Lamb. Let's get into the back half of round one. Starts with one of those players we've already mentioned, Alvin Kamara. Matt, you said you weren't you weren't in on Dalvin Cook as the fourth overall player. Uh, Alvin Kamara at seven feel any better? Yes. And I might take Kamara over Cook. And this is a little later. So I'm factoring that in. I just think he's such a good receiver. And I think the Saints stock is a little down right now. But all in all, I probably would pick seven people before I took Kamara. But this one's easier to swallow than Cook at four. 
Oh, I don't know. I, really? I, yeah. I don't want either one of them at this at this value. I, if I'm doing the entire, you know, if I'm picking every pick in the first round, I'm not sure I'm taking either one of those guys. Wow. Okay. Um, and and if I've got Kamara right now, even if I'm on a contending team, I'm I'm trying to get rid of him. Yeah, I understand uh, that. And and I do have him on a few contending teams. I need to make some offers. Uh, you said he's such a great receiver. He is. He's he was. He right, also yeah. uh, did not record a catch for just the second time in his career um, this past weekend. He uh, also is on pace for a, uh, a a career low in catches by almost half. So right. there there are cons- that's a strong some, case. Yeah. There are some concerns about this this Saints offense and. Um, it kind of, kind of like your Steelers. I don't see a quick fix, which is a problem for a uh, 26-year-old running back. DK Metcalf is eight overall. You mentioned him kind of in that same group as Lamb and Jefferson, those young wide receivers that we value so highly. I love DK Metcalf. I love Lamb and Jefferson. Uh, if I've got one and can pivot down to, you know, to one of the others who's maybe seemingly uh, lost some value like AJ Brown and pick up something else. I would do that gladly. 100% agree. Devontae Adams at nine. I think this is one area I know I struggle comparing Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill in value to these, uh, to these young wide receivers that are, are now being valued so highly. I mean, just to kind of cut to the chase, Chase is here at 11, Adams is 9, Hill's 12. I mean, they're at such different spots of their of their careers that it really makes it hard to compare them. Um, I like Hill more than I like Adams. Me too. I think, I think he's freakier, and I think that both of them are obviously tied to their quarterback, and I just think Hill-Mahomes marriage will last longer than the Adams-Rogers marriage. It's a good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, I was I was very surprised. You already you, you spilled the beans here. Uh, I cut to the Ty- chase. Tyreek Hill is down at twelve. I was shocked by that. Yeah, uh, not necessarily to see him behind the young wide receivers. I've I've, I've kind of seen that story and and honestly been a part of that story before. That valuing those young guys uh, very highly, but to see Adams above him really surprised me. So it's Adams at nine. It's your boy, Najee Harris, at 10. You took him fifth overall in a startup a few months ago. So I'm sure uh, you definitely have no issue with him being a first rounder. No. Uh, th- this puts him as the running back six, I believe. Yep. Running back yeah. six. Uh, I-, I would take him above Cook and Kamara right now. So I, I would actually oh, I would even yeah. have him higher than this. Yeah, it should be six-ish for me. So, yeah, I think this is a little low. Uh, You've already mentioned the other two, Jamar Chase at 11 and Tyreek Hill at 12. So that is the first round. Let's go through them all one more time. From 1 to 12, McCaffrey, Swift, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Lamb, Kamara, Metcalf, Adams, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill. We see two rookies here, Matt, in the top 12. And a lot of dynasty players will uh, laugh at that, say that's going overboard. Uh, You've already said you think Najee Harris is worthy of that uh, first-round pick, if not even higher than where he is. 
Uh, Jamar Chase, does he belong in the first round? Uh, not far off, but I mean, we mentioned A.J. Brown and some guys that are second rounders that I think are, are, are more deserving of Chase. I mean, I'd have to put my list together if he would be in my top 12, but he's in the neighborhood. I don't think it's egregious at all to take him at 11. Yeah, I would agree. He would be a first rounder for me. And what there are some names in that second round, and we'll get to that next. Some names in that second round that would certainly be tempting and, and somewhat surprising to see them uh, below Jamar Chase. When we come back, we will run through round two, the next 12 players in October DLF Dynasty ADP. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's really into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars, some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, Cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around to go with the original twelve flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, the, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has nineteen grams of protein, one hundred eighty calories, only five grams of sugars, and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only it has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, even all your UFC, MMA action. They got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams preps for their runs for the playoffs as well. Uh, head to the website and or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, all caps, LOCKEDON. That's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Check out tomorrow's show when Marcus and Kate preview the Week 5 action around the league. Now make your second listen the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. All right, Matt, we're talking DLF Dynasty ADP from the month of October. We looked at the first round already. Let's run through quickly round two. It starts with a couple of running backs who Dynasty players might be surprised to to see and hear them outside of the top 12. Saquon Barkley, a player who has been really a consensus 
uh, first rounder basically sure. since he entered the league. This is he still no, should be. I'm sorry. Uh, I I agree. Yeah. Another one I want to check on. This this may be the first time he's ever been out of the first round, actually, or or at least the first time since early in his rookie year. Here he is at 2.01. Started the season slowly. There were concerns. Uh, but he's, he's looked pretty good in week three and four. And, and I think as he continues to, uh, get, get back to 100%, uh, he will, uh, he'll make us look silly for this second round valuation of him. I, I know we got to get moving, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he going like fourth or fifth back whenever he was hurt and now he's past the injury mostly looks like it. And he's going 13th. Uh, that doesn't have to me at all. Yeah, yeah, you are correct. He he didn't lose much value. He was that 101 or 102 uh, prior to the injury, even after that injury uh, last year. Really, the, the injuries the past couple of seasons, he didn't fall far. He was still a top five pick in most months, as you said. Derrick Henry, uh, tearing up the league. If if, if you're doing a, a redraft uh, right now, or if you're starting a redraft league right now, He's got to be the 101, and here he is yeah. sitting at the 202 in our dynasty uh, startup mock draft ADP. The issue, I mean, there, there's a couple issues always and, and arguments always against Henry's value. One is is age, and two is uh, his involvement in the passing game. Well, one of those has been answered. He's uh, he's got more targets than Alvin Kamara, who you think is a is a top <laughs> right. seven pick, right? Um, right. Uh, I didn't see that coming for Henry, but it's awesome no, news for him. No, no, none of us really did. If if we did, uh, I think we all would have been much higher on him, at least in redraft. A little overdue, too. So age continues to be an issue. He's he's a little bit older than the other running backs we've talked about, but I think I don't know. I think we're as as you know one of the biggest ageist in dynasty leagues. I I think we're overdoing it because he just continues to produce. And he doesn't look the slightest bit worse. I mean, if anyone's a freak and an outlier, it's that guy. Yeah. Ugh. That's hard. It's a hard investment, though. I mean, really? if you're building a dynasty team, that's your second pick. I, I think the thing, the thing with Henry, as we look at him and we think we're probably only getting one more really good year, mm-hmm. which might be true. I mean, that, that could be the it's case. It's a great year. But that's probably that's the same thing could be said about Cook or Kamara or right. even McCaffrey, right. and those guys are all top seven picks. So it's it's not so much that I would argue for taking a, a twenty six, twenty seven year old running back in the first round because honestly, I would I would never do that. I just think his value should be more in line with those three players specifically, McCaffrey, Cook, and and Kamara. And if those guys are first rounders, then Henry should be as well. I don't really think any of them should be, except maybe McCaffrey. Uh, but Henry has been as as freaky of an athlete as as McCaffrey, just slightly in, in slightly different ways. Very different ways, but maybe freakier. I mean, it's a great point. Right. I mean, really, what's the difference between him and Kamara and Cook? I mean, he's been more durable than Cook. He's been more durable than McCaffrey. Hmm. I need to check my rankings, make sure I have Henry above. Cook and Kamara. I think that's where he belongs. Wow. Let's run, let's run through. Yeah. Let's run through some of the rest of these. 2.03 Calvin Ridley started off the year a little slowly, holding on to that value. AJ Any Brown, concerns with him? Any concerns with Ridley? Uh, 
No, I, I never thought he had a, a sky high ceiling. No concerns, but if I can pivot to a a younger guy below him, like right below him is AJ Brown. I don't think you can make that trade in Dynasty. If you can, do it all day. DJ Moore is below him. Same thing. I don't think that's getting done. Uh, in fact, I know it's not. You would have to add to Ridley to get DJ Moore, uh, but I would probably be willing to do that. You're buying three years there, uh, buying three years with both of those deals, Brown or Moore. I mean, I'd pivot to McLaurin or Devontae uh, Smith in a nice pick. You yeah, know. I think I think Ridley probably belongs more like early third round, not early second. Yeah, I agree. A.J. Brown is four. Uh, Antonio Gibson, another player who has lost some value early this season, is the fifth pick of the second round. Stefan Diggs at six. Brown, uh, you, you've already let us know you want uh, you want to take advantage of any discount that you might get with AJ Brown. Antonio Gibson, what about him? I'm a little mad at him because he was my first pick in my biggest league, my redraft league, and McKissick won't go away. And I I just wonder, he's not great in protection, which is hurting him too. Yeah. But boy, immense upside. I mean, I was all in, now I'm mostly in. Yeah. The rest of round two, Kyle Pitts here at 2.07. He's the tight end one based on this ADP. Uh, Slow start for him, but as expected, it hasn't hurt his value at all. Uh, Whether you're talking ADP or trade value, it is still super high for Kyle Pitts. If you don't have him already, good luck getting him. Right. DJ Moore, we've seen him uh, get off to a very hot start and gain a quite a bit of value. He is the two point oh eight. Uh, I would, like I said, I would probably flip DJ Moore and, and uh, Calvin Ridley in this ADP if it were my personal ranking. So I think he should actually be a little bit higher. I think he's more talented than Ridley, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. Travis Kelsey, two point oh nine. Uh, even though he's he's off to another strong start as well, uh, I was kind of surprised to see him in the second round given his age. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, 2.10. Aaron Jones, 2.11. Uh, another case where why would you take Cook or Kamara in, in the top seven when you can have one of these guys at the end of the second round? It's It's not even close for me. Yeah, that's a great point. I was going to say that with Jones, not Elliott per se. But, I mean, is Jones has less wear and tear on his body than Cook and Kamara, and wasn't he the same draft class? And, you know, what's really the difference? He's on better teams than some, most of these guys, too. Awesome receiver. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy him all day long at 20th overall or 22, you know? Right, so it's essentially what, what I've gotten to um, in, in doing some rankings updates early this season, and, and honestly just through this conversation here, I feel like Cook, Kamara, Henry, Zeke, and Aaron Jones should all be basically valued in the same tier. And if you're talking about a draft, if you're talking about trade value, uh, and, and you see a significant difference, then give me that guy plus whatever else you can get. Meaning right, don't be the, the first one to draft them. Yeah, if you can pivot, if you can pivot from Cook or Kamara to Zeke or Jones or Henry, certainly, and, and get anything else, absolutely do that. That's why we do these exercises. I mean, that's kind of a cool way of looking at it is, well, what's what's really the difference between the fifth overall guy and the 22nd overall guy? Not much. Give me the 22nd overall guy. Yeah. 
The last player in the second round, another running back, Nick Chubb, 2.12. Again, maybe one of the best runners in the league, maybe the best runner in the league, but uh, limited by uh, his, his lack of involvement in the passing game. That probably never changes. Better for real life than fantasy. Yep, yep, certainly. That will do it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.